Welcome to Ariel Talk Time, hosted by business intuitive, entrepreneur, and founder of Ariel, Victoria Lynn Weston. Listen to her thought-provoking interviews with inspiring leaders, creators, and intuitive thinkers who share their stories and lifestyle tips to enhance your way of living. And we're inviting you to join our conversation. If you like this interview, please post a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We have a special guest. She is a psychic medium, a psychic truly gifted being able to communicate with those on the other side and she's just released a new book and it's titled who are you her name is lauren bordolami robbins and lauren it's a pleasure to have you here again we've had a few little conversations and i'm really looking forward to talking about your new book thank you very much for having me so tell me what inspired you to write the book i was inspired to write the book because during sessions when I see clients or talk to them over the phone, a lot of times it comes up that I can determine if they are a psychic, a medium, or other spiritual worker, kind of based on their energy and me picking up on experiences that they've already had. Um, and a lot of times in the sessions, uh, there's not enough time to kind of get into depth with the client. And I really felt compelled to, I had an ebook out originally on this that was very short and I felt compelled that I had to turn it into a book and into sort of a workbook for clients to be able to purchase or people that are looking for this information to purchase and do some exercises to see if they're actually gifted. And based on the experiences I've had in my life where I figured out who I was, um, I wanted to help other people to discover who they are. So when you wrote the book, it's about a journey and the paths that led you to become who you are. That's the first part of it. So tell us a little bit about your own journey to become the psychic medium and gifted. Because you had, you know, experience, sort of psychic um, experiences at a very young age. Correct. I did have um, experiences as a young child from the age of two and up where I was seeing um, deceased people on the other side and they weren't necessarily family members and I was also receiving psychic messages too sometimes from these uh, deceased people and um, that I was seeing from the other side as well as you know going into elementary and high school and middle school I was starting to read people um, classmates and predict things that ended up coming true Um, and it wasn't really until I was prompted through a a course of many health issues that I've had, and I continue to have, to take a Reiki training class um, by an herbalist that I saw. And um, I took that class, and when I felt inspired to open a business to help others with Reiki through, you know, death and um, trauma and loss and, of course, pain, that when I worked with clients that I was getting validations that I've never received before that a lot of things that I was saying to them based on what was going on in their, with their health or situations that I was getting psychic messages about their life, um, but things that they needed to change in order to heal, or I was receiving messages from the other side, from their loved ones to help them cope. So it was really interesting to be in my 40s now and actually get validations that I had been seeking my entire life by, by, having, uh, you know, by having clients that could confirm that information for me time when you had your experiences did you ever get afraid of it at a young age you had the ability to look beyond the world and see what was that world like it was very scary for me because uh, I have all the abilities that are outlined in the book meaning I and um, 
you know, I could see spirit, but I could see also scary things like ghosts and um, I had psychic information coming in. And so I told my parents and of course they thought that I was making it all up or watching too many television shows. And I was the only child out of three, the youngest that actually could see anything or have these experiences. So they tell me that I was highly emotional um, or imagining things. So I'm making it up. So I got to the point that I just suppressed it, didn't talk much about it and dealt with it on my own, which was very, very hard for me. And then when did you come out, basically, and, and be able to feel confident about who you were as, a, as an individual, as a woman, as a, as a psychic medium? It was really from the love and support from my clients that validated these uh, uh, messages that I was receiving during their Reiki sessions that said, you know, you really should look into, you know, taking some training. And I'm like, well, and they said, you know, you really should. And one client actually told me my face transformed into an angelic face and said, you really need to take angel classes, too. So I kind of went uh, to the classes. I was terrified because I I'm brought up Catholic and I'm thinking, is this bad? Am I doing the right thing? What am I contacting? Uh, which is another thing I actually talk about in the book, the different spiritual forms that we work with. And um, so I took the classes and I, it was more for me to kind of validate that I was actually receiving information and it was correct. Um, so once I received some of these validations from fellow students and also teachers, I was like, OK, I need to put it out there. Um, and another huge factor in this book was my friend, um, Carol, who had passed away like a year ago. And she was a loving, wonderful person who I feel like was also an earth angel. But she would tell me, Lauren, you can't be afraid to tell people about your gifts. You really need to like be who you are and put it out there. Um, because you're really gifted. So she she uh, really kind of helped me to trust myself and not be afraid of being made fun of or laughed at um, because, as in the book, there's a lot in there, but I was really bullied as a child because of my eyes. And so I was always afraid of being tormented or picked on for how my eyes looked and you know, being overly sensitive that I was afraid to tell people publicly I'm a psychic medium because I'm going to get bashed for that by a lot of people. So um, she kind of pushed me to to be who I was. And the clients, my clients that I had too in the very beginning pushed me to say, Lauren, don't be afraid. You know, you really got something going on here. Put yourself out there and don't be afraid. Right. And, and that's good. And so you've talked to a lot of different types of individuals and professionals over the years, and um, they've all had really good experience from you. And you're one of the few people that um, have, I think, got over four or five hundred, you know, uh, different types of reviews on your website where people make comments. And 99.9% and .9 of the time, um, it's always positive. Of course, you can't make everybody happy, nor can any psychic connect with every person. So there's going to be a few that, you know, sort yeah, of... Sorry, the charisma is just not there. Now, mm -hmm. in the book, and the book is titled Who Are You? It's by Angelus Publishing, and you can buy it on Amazon.com. Um, you talk about what people are. Like, if these individuals are getting, you know, sort of intuitive senses or, like, you have an innate knowing since you were a child or a good portion of your life, that you have this ability to be able to communicate beyond. Is that what it's all about? Or if you are a survivor 
you're strong, you're courageous, you know, and then the other idea is you receive frequent spiritual messages, either through signs or symbols or your own senses. And that's what this book is all about. You're trying to help people that already have this kind of experience happening already. Is that right? That's huge. Yeah, that's a, that's the biggest reason that I bu- bu- uh, I wrote the book is because I find for me, like for me, I was I was all over the place. I didn't know where to go first for, you know, confirmation validations. Am I a psychic? Am I a medium? Do you know, I'm seeing angels and sessions popping up uh, with people that are passing away. And I'm like, geez, am I speaking to angels? So uh, it was really, you know, these are my experiences that I wrote in the book of how I realized I was all of these types of workers. But what I did when the, the descriptions of all these worker types was how I'm receiving this information and the, 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 the characteristics of a lot of people that I've said to you, them, you know, hey, you're a psychic or you're an empath or you're a medium. Do you know that? And and they're like, no, I don't know that. And I, I said, well, these are the typical um, characteristics that I have found within myself, but also professionals in the industry that I've worked with. I've worked with a lot of mediums in the past with different events back in the day and They all seem seem to have these similar characteristics. So typically they've gone through a lot in their life. I'm not saying that everybody will, but they've gone through a lot of trauma and loss and a lot of pain in their life. Um, And also they, you know, they've had constant um, messages that were coming in uh, for their abilities as a psychic or a medium that just kept on pushing them, you know, like to pay attention to them and look at the signs and, hear the voices that maybe they're hearing or see these um, symbols or messages within their mind to prompt them to take some kind of a training. And what I found also is that a lot of these people, I have felt that they've had past lives or have read that they've had past lives. And like I said, the professionals that I've spoken to too have felt that they've had past lives. For me, I've been told I have 133 past lives and I believe that. I have I don't know how I access all this information, but my goal is to really to a, to a point is just help people to pick up a book, find out who they are so they're not taking random classes that don't really belong to them. And to say, even if they don't take classes, to say, OK, I'm really not crazy. I've had these experiences. I am something. And that's just going to be good enough for some people. I also want to show off and brag about our latest upgraded robust Alexa skill. I want you to go to amazon.com and I want you to search for positive living Alexa skill and then enable it. Or if you want, you can just go to your Amazon Echo device and say, Alexa, open positive living and then prepare to be inspired, motivated, and ask all kinds of questions. You can even voice search a lifestyle consultant. That's right. If you're looking for a feng shui expert in Texas, or maybe you want someone, a holistic life coach in Colorado, or maybe an intuitive consultant in Georgia. Anyway, you can do that. You can also ask questions about ESP. You know, what is a spiritual medium? What is feng shui anyway? So these are the kinds of things you can ask. But anyway, go do that, enable it. And then I would be really, really happy if you would write us a review. And so when a person, you know, has these experiences, as we defined, and they read your book so they can better understand that and then also better sort of 
you know, cope with those, you know, I guess at the end of the day, people can communicate with, you know, their deceased grandma or deceased loved one just as easy as a professional psychic medium or spiritual medium. And since I believe there's very few gifted people out there, you among them, um, the, you know, you, you, you want to be able to do that. So then what's the next step? How you teach them to become comfortable with their experiences, but then how do you, how do you get them to the next level to know and experience what their deceased loved ones are all about? Okay. So what I've offered in the book was, and there's a couple steps is, you know, find out who you are. Um, you know, if you want to reach out uh, and you want to get some more information about maybe taking an evaluation, which is something that I'm offering for people that read the book and say, all right, what do I do with this now? I don't know any teachers in my area. Maybe I've never even met these people before. They may have just sure. Sure. a book on Amazon. So I'm giving people, I'm just going to just drop it off there. I want to give them the opportunity to say, Lauren, I really want to find out more. So they can go to my website and go to my spiritual school page, which I've indicated in the book, put a code in that's indicated in the book, and they can access um, some evaluations to, to complete. There is a fee for that. Um, or they could just get the Facebook page, a private Facebook page to like join and talk to other people that are gifted, like on a, a private platform. But what I'm offering is really an evaluation and there's like a 60 minute or a 90 minute evaluation they can choose. There is a cost to it. And what I do is I review all of the information that they put in their book. You know, if they've taken notes about their experiences, I review that. And then the other part is like a 60 minute session. So I take 30 minutes and split it, review their information, I'd rate, make notes. And then I'd set up a time with them the other half an hour, say if they had a 60 minute session and go over all this and say, this is where I really feel like you're at. You're in the beginning you're very advanced because uh, it's going to depend. Everybody's very different. So I don't want to say to everybody, you're going to need to take a class. I might say to people, you have this. Now you need to fine tune it, you know, and I might test them further and have them come back over the phone or um, in person for evaluation testing. Then I can help them to get to where they need to be because I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to be gone. And so the book was meant to help people to get to that point to know who they are, whether they come to me or they find somebody in their area. But my teaching is very different. It's pretty strict about protection and all the other things I incorporate when I do my teaching work to t teach people how to protect themselves during sessions and things like that, because I incorporate a lot of prayer in my work. So, you know, they can follow up with me and do the evaluation if they choose to, or they could just jump ahead and sign up for online classes that are coming in 2020 where I'm going to be doing some online live teaching through like a video and audio, or they could sign up for a live class and look for something that's coming up and, you know, join that if they want to come in and participate in the class. So it's not like a drop in to kind of book. Uh, it's more like I'm giving you options to continue this journey if you choose to do so. And if you don't, and you just wanted to know you were one of these types of workers then that's great, too, because I kind of clarified some things for you. And that's very good. So have you spoken with anybody yet that reached out, read the book, and, and really had an epiphany about it, and that helped sort of advance their own uh, communication with their uh, deceased loved ones at all? Yes, I've had several clients that um, were very excited about the book and, and purchased it right away. 
And I had tell, told them in you know sessions, hey, you know, I really feel like you're an earth angel or you're a psychic and medium. And again, like I've said, I don't have a lot of time to do that in the sessions. I might bring it up because I want them to know because it's important that they know that they weren't crazy. And they purchased the book and sure enough, went through the exercises that they felt were appropriate for them and the, the spiritual worker types and came back and said, yep, I'm a psychic like you told me or I'm a, a, a healer. And so they've already signed up for some upcoming classes that are coming. And so it's been great and not only rewarding, but validating for me, too, that I did my job as an author and a spiritual teacher in the book writing process. And so are you value these people to maybe even encourage them to advance um, their abilities uh, to be a consultant as well, like work with other uh, individuals or just solely just sort of focus on their own loved ones? Well, my my classes are pretty much written to do both. You know, I really encourage people to learn their own stuff first for themselves, such as like getting their own psychic messages and getting their own messages from their loved ones on the other side before they'd get into any of my advanced training, which will come this year. And I don't want to tell that, you know, I need to like all my classes are designed to kind of observe them, mentor them and give them feedback. So they know, hey, I need to go a little bit further or I don't need to go a little bit further. Um, and so I I don't really know where everybody's going to be at till I see them, you know, face to face on the screen if I'm doing the, the online or in my office to say where they are at and to help tailor them to get to the point where they're going to be a professional in the industry if they choose to, they choose to do so. But not everybody's cut out to do the work in the industry, and I'm going to tell them that too. I'm going to be honest with them if, if I don't feel like they're ready or they should be doing the work. It's going to depend on a lot of things for them. So everybody's unique, so I don't want to just tell everybody to take a class because maybe they won't need a class. Maybe they're already at that level. So, Do you talk with people like over the phone, like somebody that may be in California that can't come to a class in person? Do you do any Skype, Zoom, or telephone uh, consultations helping these people that way in other words to help find what their spiritual path is i will if they if they follow up through the evaluation process and they submit their findings because it's not going to be just in person i will review this and then i'll i'll make an appointment with them to go over uh, what I, my findings were based on their input with their evaluation and i'll i'll meet with them either in um in person via phone or by skype to you know so they can ask questions but i can give them what i what i feel is where they are at the level that um they need to know so they need know know what the next step is and um they can also ask questions so it gives them that opportunity to know before they you know spend thousands of dollars on classes whether it's with me or somebody else i don't feel like people should do that that's why this yeah. book cuts to the chase so people aren't taking random classes that they're not really meant to take. I mean, if they want to take that later on because they want to supplement their gifts, you know, and add a little um, more uh, experience to their gifts, that's wonderful. But I don't feel like, like for me, I took all these different classes because I didn't know who I was. So it's really to, help to say this is what I feel like you should do. You don't have to do it. But I'm also reading them in the process. So I'm connecting to their higher self during their evaluation and feedback to them in saying, this is what your high spirit is also telling me to tell you about your journey. So it's like a reading evaluation process uh, that's going to be beneficial, I believe, to the client. And it's 
it's it's less than one hour. It's the fee is less than one hour of my hourly fee to do all of that for them. Well, that's exciting. I love it. I think that people, when they have that level of intuitiveness and being able to communicate uh, with spirit, um, with their own loved ones and that, I mean, it's there for a purpose and you, you need to use it to the best that you can. Otherwise, I don't know, it's sort of like, I know this is really bad, it's sort of like the ability to um, digest food. If you don't eat food and you don't digest it and all that energy in the same vein, you know, you have this ability to communicate, all that stuff sits there. And then I guess it could cause, you know, indigestion for lack of better words. It's just you have to be able to use it and release it and then, you know, continue on. So for those of you that want to understand more about who you are, are you a psychic, medium or, or spiritual worker? You need to discover who you are and what you're spiritual path is and pick up Lauren Bordelami's book, Who Are You? And I think it'll open up, you know, a new way of looking at who you are and what abilities you have and how you can expand on those abilities as well. Right. That would be benef very beneficial to you. You can buy the book on Amazon or you could buy it in my office uh, for one of my upcoming book signing events. That's exciting. And then also you still consult with um, as a spiritual medium, psychic medium. So if anybody's looking for um, a psychic who also we talked about this one time what is the difference between a psychic medium and a spiritual medium so why don't you close with that sure so a psychic medium does both they do uh they do psychic work which is i always think of when i tell people think about p when it starts with the physical world and p is psychic because they psychic works with the physical world and we'll tell you what's going on with your life, reading your energy um, without being told anything in advance. They're going to pick up what's going on with your life, where you're going, where you've been, who you should be with, if you should need to make changes in your life. Um, because they can see that. I can see that in advance for you um, and sometimes give you a timetable and other people that are affecting your energy um, and your path. Whereas a, a medium works with the other side, um, people that have passed away on the other side, what they want to say, how they pass, um, they want to have closure. And it gives you a lot of information that only that you're going to know. Um, so a psychic medium does both. They do psychic work and mediumship, whereas a spirit medium just focuses on the mediumship aspect. They won't do psychic work. They're going to only talk to loved ones on the other side. I would say that most mediums are psychic. I believe in my heart that you have to be psychic before you're medium um, because you need to work with the physical world and make connections um, before you really can make connections on the other side. Um, but some spirit mediums choose not to do the psychic aspect. I don't know if it's because that's just not their area of expertise or where they feel comfortable or if they just only want to focus on exclusively mediumship um, to help clients. So, but all I believe all mediums are psychic, but some will call themselves psychic mediums like I do, where I do both. And other ones will call themselves just spirit mediums and focus on mediumship only. Anyway, Lauren, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. I'm excited about your book, and I invite everybody to explore the book, Who Are You?, and learn a little bit more about what your spiritual path is and how you can expand upon that to live a more rich, fulfilling life for yourself and also have a, a better understanding of, of your own purpose. And again, you can buy the book, Who Are You? on Amazon.com. To learn more about Lauren Bordolami Robbins, you can find her bio on Ariel.com. She is one of our psychic medium vetted lifestyle consultants, and and she take great care of you. You can also go to go to her website. What's your website again, Lauren? It's uh, www.lauren-bordolami.com. Very good. Well, I, I appreciate your time, Lauren, and best of luck.
Thank you so much for having. Have a great day. Tune in next time as there's always something new to learn on Ariel Talk Time. If you're a professional lifestyle consultant looking to expand your brand, gain more recognition, or to be featured with an exceptional group of inspiring professionals, join Ariel. Visit Ariel.com. 